Hi, true crime fans. You're tuning into Coffee, Murder, and Mystery, a true crime podcast where we discuss murder, mystery, and the supernatural. Welcome back and happy holidays. I'm your host, Melissa Lancaster. And today I wanted to tell you about a young man from Rochester Hills, Michigan. Brendan Santo is an 18-year-old student at Grand Valley State University in Allendale, Michigan. Brendan headed over to Michigan State University in East Lansing on October 29th, 2021. This was going to be a fun weekend. Not only was it Halloween weekend, But this was the weekend of a big, big football game. I don't know very much about football at all, but I know about the Michigan State versus University of Michigan rivalry, and it's huge. So this is a very important game in the football community. People are definitely going crazy over it. So this is a big, big weekend. Brendan heads out there on the 29th. The game is scheduled to be played on October 30th. And Brendan is there with his friends, which he has many of. He's very close to his friends. He's very close to his family. He's known to be kind of shy, but definitely like a good, helpful person. People love him. He has a great community of people around him. And Brendan isn't just known for being like kind-hearted and fun. He's also athletic and smart. He loves hockey and lacrosse. And he also is going to Grand Valley State University with the intention of getting some sort of computer sciences degree and most likely going into cybersecurity. It was on this day, October 29th, 2021. So this is less than two months ago. Brendan was seen leaving the Yakely Hall area of the campus. He was leaving on foot. Now it's late. I'm not exactly sure what time it is, but I know it's prior to midnight. I get the impression that no one knows the exact time, but somewhere between like 11 p.m. and midnight. Brendan was on foot. I'm under the impression that he was alone. I don't know for sure. He sent a Snapchat to his friends saying he didn't know where he was, something along those lines. And this is the last time that anyone has ever heard from Brendan Santo. Now, like I said earlier, this is a very young man. He is only 18 years old, and he has been missing for just under two months. His family is begging and pleading for more media attention on this case, as I think any parent would. So what do we know? Unfortunately, not a ton. The cameras on campus in the area that Brendan went missing just happened to not be operational that night. This always blows my mind in cases of missing people when there's thousands of cameras in an area and someone just happens to go missing right in front of ones that were not operational. Now, I don't know how many cameras through Michigan State University were not operational that night. I am under the impression that it is more than one. They have went on to rectify this situation. They are fixing their cameras. They are installing more cameras. 
And to that, I will say too little too late. People let their cameras lapse. They let them sit there, not operational. And people forget because nothing's happening. You know, there's no reason for you to even review these cameras. It slips your mind. It's like when you let your smoke alarms battery lapse and then your house catches on fire. Please, if you're listening, make sure that you keep your security cameras operational and your smoke alarm batteries operational. Because when you don't have those things operational, something will happen and you will need them. Brendan's friends believed that he was headed toward the Brody neighborhood, which is where his friends were, which is where he should have been going. Brendan's car was parked in a lot. He did not have his own car keys on him, but he was carrying the car keys of a friend. I assume that they just asked him to hold on to them, and he did. Neither car moved for the entire weekend. Although there was no camera footage, Brendan was seen leaving Yakely Hall. His last cell activity was on Beale Street and Michigan Avenue. Police were able to confirm that his cell phone battery was dead. Even though I live in Michigan, I've never been to this area, but I did pull up a map. Beale and Michigan are very close to campus, kind of bordering it. This intersection is also very close to the Red Cedar River. The Red Cedar River is 51 miles long and goes right through campus. Students often hang out at the river, parking along the bank and studying, feeding the ducks, playing on the ice. The Red Cedar River is popular for kayaking and all sorts of activities. I get the impression that the depth of the river ranges from like 3 feet to 12 feet throughout. I don't know how deep it is in the area that Brendan actually went missing. Brendan's friends did report him missing the next day, and there have been massive searches for him. But none of the items that Brendan had on him that night have been recovered. There has literally been no sign of Brendan. Brendan was wearing a Red Wings hat. It was Steve Eiserman, a black shirt, gray sweatpants, and just knowing like boys these days, I assume these were more like joggers, and white Converse shoes. He was known to have a gold necklace with a cross on it on as well, an iPhone 12 in a blue case, and a dark brown wallet. They were able to access Brendan's accounts, and there has been no activity on any of them. No financial activity, and there has also been no social media activity on any any of Brendan's accounts. Police have been extensively searching for Brendan. A task force that includes campus police, FBI, Grand Valley State University Police, East Lansing Police, Ingham County Sheriffs, the Attorney General, State Police, and Oakland County Sheriffs was formed. They have searched by foot, by drone, by helicopter, using canine units. They have had boats with sonar and divers in the river. Two searches were done with over 800 volunteers. There's also a ravine area near the campus, and rock climber 
volunteers searched for him in that ravine. The family has expressed their appreciation to law enforcement for the hours that they have searched for their son. But despite all of these efforts, nothing has come of it. There is no sign of Brendan. And police believe that there is no foul play involved here. It's also clearly stated everywhere that no one has any reason to believe that Brendan would harm himself. Brendan's family does not believe for a second that he would leave on his own accord. Something has happened to Brendan. And what I think is that police do not suspect foul play. But if they do not find any sign of Brendan, let's not rule out foul play. Absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. So what can you do to help? Police are asking that everyone that was on the MSU campus or even around that area over the weekend of October 29th, 2021, to check their cell phone pictures. If he's in the background of any of your pictures from any time that day, please call. It will let them know who he was with. Any relevant evidence is helpful. Although police have been diligently searching, the family's goal is to bring more media attention to this case, which is what made me decide to do this episode on Brendan. But although we are in the top 10% of podcasts, our reach is really not that far. We are still a smaller podcast. If you can share the family's flyer on Facebook, that would be really helpful. You can keep your eyes peeled for Brendan and his belongings. If you're downriver from the MSU campus, take a walk. Take a walk along that river. Do you have a river near you in Ohio and you don't know maybe that it's near the MSU campus? Check a map. If it connects to the Red Cedar River, take a walk along your riverbank and see if you can find a brown wallet, a Red Wings hat, a black shirt, or anything. Brendan's things have to be somewhere. Brendan has to be somewhere. Check out and follow the Bring Brendan Santo Home Facebook page or Instagram. Imagine this were your child and if you needed complete strangers to help look. We all need to keep our eyes open. We all need to help this family. If you have any information on the disappearance of Brendan, you can call 1-844-996-7873. You can also email a tip to tips at police.msu.edu. There is a substantial award for info that brings Brandon home. I'm not going to list the amount. I believe it's over $20,000, but the amount is actually still growing every day. One last thing that you can do is you can help the reach of this story on a more national and global front by talking about this podcast episode. Tell your friends about Brendan. Give a description to them of Brendan. Talk about how he is only 18 years old and he has gone missing and everyone needs to watch for him. 
Brendan is 18 years old. He has brown hair. He is 5'10 and 160 pounds. The missing Brendan Santo flyer will be on our Facebook page. I wish you all a happy holiday and a safe new year, and especially the Santo family who is going through such devastation this holiday. I will talk to you guys again next year. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and remember, evil people are everywhere. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee, Murder, and Mystery. You can find us on the web at www.coffeemurderandmystery.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we also have a YouTube channel. All references for today's podcast are available in our show notes. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us an Apple Podcast five-star rating, sharing our show with your friends, and leaving a review. This helps us by allowing more people to find our show. If you would like to support our show with a financial contribution, please consider joining our Patreon. Joining our Patreon at the $5 level will give you a bonus episode on the second week of the month, as well as a second bonus episode on the fourth week of the month. Or go to buymeacoffee.com for a one-time contribution. We appreciate all of our listeners. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. Thank you so much for listening. The information provided in this podcast is solely of our opinion and based upon research that we have conducted via the internet. If you feel that we have represented something inaccurately or unfairly, you can send us an email at coffeemurdermystery at gmail.com. Thanks for your support.